have a treat for you. William Kent Kruger, best-selling author. William Kent Kruger is uh, joining us and his latest book and really how the whole Cork O'Connor saga begins. The book is called Lightning Strike. It's absolutely fantastic. Hi, William. Hi, William. Hello, you two. It's so good to be with you again. I wish we could do this in person. I know. Oh, William, I know. I know. We <laughs> love having you come in studio, and we're just... We're just not uh, there yet. I guess the pandemic is still going and book signings have probably, you know, been impacted for you. Oh, I canceled all my in-person events. I had a huge tour scheduled for the fall and I canceled all the in-person events. It was just too risky, I thought. For everybody. Yeah, yeah. well, I but knowing you, you probably signed books and sent them to all your bookstores that you were going to appear I at. drove around this state like crazy <laughs> hitting all the bookstores to sign copies for them because they've been so supportive um, over the years for me. Well, you, you, write, a, you write a delicious novel, mm-hmm. and this... And this is nothing, uh, you know, this was so fun to hear the origins of Cork O'Connor. So can you give everyone the setup for the book, Lightning Strike? Sure. This book, um, as uh, was it Laurie or Julia who said, this is, <laughs> this is a prequel to this mm-hmm. series. It takes place when Cork is 12 years old. Um, and I'm not giving anything away by saying it's the summer before his father is killed in the line of duty. Cork's father, Cork later in his life, become sheriff of Tamarack County. But when he was uh, a kid, his father was sheriff of Tamarack County and was killed in the line of duty when Cork was in his adolescence. So lightning strike takes place in the summer before his father is killed. And, you know, it has some terrific mysteries at the heart of it. But for me, it was really a chance to explore the important relationship that Cork had with his father, um, the relationship Cork had with his mother as well, the, the relationship his parents uh, had with each other, these important relationships that shaped Cork into the man who occupies center stage in the series. How many Cork O'Brien books are Cork there? Cork O'Connor. Cork O'Connor. I don't know why I wrote. I just Cork wrote O'Connor. O'Brien. I know. I don't know why I just wrote O'Brien. Mm-hmm. You you uh, you just need another sip of coffee, I right. think. Uh, I there are currently eighteen in the series. This is number eighteen. Wow! Uh, did you always have this idea, or was there some kind of inspiration that came to you to tell the story? Because it is, I mean, we I love. I mean, I think the last time we talked to you might have been for this tender lamb, which yes. is just a, a, a terrific, terrific book. But I love all everything in the Cork O'Connor series, and I. You could read them out of order, but for this particular story, setting this up, you know, when Cork is 12, what gave you that idea? You know, my actually, my agent kind of, um, she more than insisted. She kind of shoved me into it. She's been <laughs> after me for years to write uh, a story uh, from Cork's perspective when he was a kid, because so often in the series I have made reference to events that occurred in Cork's younger years, mm-hmm. um, people in his in his younger life that had a significant influence on him, and she has always told me this would be rich territory to mine, so I finally decided to take her advice, and I'm really glad I did. I so loved writing this story. Oh, oh it was so good. I was sad. I had a tear when it ended. Yeah. I, I didn't just... want it. We really didn't want it to end. I mean, it was just, it was so good. And of course, all, you know, we recognize and we see, you know, some, it was nice meeting, um, who's the, um, Henry Malou? Malou. Yes. Yeah. Meeting him at yes, 50. Henry is, uh, 
Yeah, he's he, for anybody listening who's not familiar with my series, he is a he's a healer, a very old healer in most of the Cork O'Connor stories. As I'm writing him now, current day, he's 106 years old. But in Lightning Strike, he's this spry 60 year old guy. Uh, so it was fun uh, visiting Henry in his younger years, and also Sam Wintermoon. Yes, he's, he's alive and very influential in Cork's life in this particular story. And one of the other things, I, I just thought it was fun, you know, writing from the perspective of a young boy and yeah. what he sees and how he's fearless and wants to go and do things and how his interpretation and then, you know, getting a little bit more about how his dad married this Indian woman and how the, uh, uh, you know, the Indians feel about, um, you know, Cork and his, and his dad, well, Liam, white, and the fa- white yeah. people. And mm-hmm. that was... I mean, it was really just good to read. I loved it. Well, in this story, this is really the first time Cork, you know, he's he's leaving his childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really, in, in many ways, a coming-of-age story. And Cork, for the first time, becomes aware that he's viewed very differently because of his native ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's aware that people call him names now. He's aware that they... Um, say things about his family, particularly his mother. Um, and so Cork in this novel is really stepping out I- into the, into a world that is, you know, so hard. Uh, but we all have to do that. Yeah. And I, I love writing a story from this adolescent, pers- adolescent male perspective. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I'm pretty good at it actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because like most men, I never matured much past, you know, 12 or 13 years of age. So it's easy for me to capture that voice. Yeah. I have to say that um, I had to stop reading and look up a word that you used because I was so taken. And I knew that what you were referring to meant like uh, that the river was murmuring or maybe it was some trees were rustling. But you used the word Cicerus. Yes. Am I saying that right? Susurus. Susurus. Yes. I was just like, oh, good word. What a word. It's a beautiful word that means exactly what it sounds like, that soft uh, sound that goes along with um, with rustling leaves or with a river flowing. Susurus. Susurus. Yeah, I was oh, just like, so I, damn, William, I got to look that up. I stopped everything I was doing. <laughs> I'm like, I got to look that word up. That's a beautiful <laughs> word to know. How about... Um, you know, I'm sure we've asked you this before, but one of the things that in, in all of your books that you do, and particularly with the Cork O'Connor series, is that um, what we learn about the, is it Anishinaabe, you know, an yeah. Indian mm-hmm. and the first people, that is always really interesting, and I like the respect that you give to it. So I don't know if you're like, have done a lot of research or you've got friends in the, you know, native community that like help you with some of this stuff, but it's very, it's very wonderful to read. Well, thank you. And yeah, it was actually at the suggestion of a friend or information that a friend in the, uh, one of my friends in the Ojibwe community gave me that kind of led to the story that I created, uh, a friend of mine who's on the Mille Lacs uh, Ojibwe Police Force uh, was told me about the, the Relocation Act of 1956 and the devastating effect it had on many Native communities, and that really got me rolling in terms of the story I was going to create. 
Yeah, oh. it's so, you know, that is not taught at no. all in school in, in, as our history. That, you know, what happened with to people. The, to the Indian people in particular in That's the state of Minnesota. I mean. And yeah. you talked about it in, um, what, this Tenderland, I think you talked about uh, some of it. And what was the book we just had on, Laurie? Um, Dovetails in Tall Grass about the... Have you, about the massacre. Man, man, at Mankato. Yeah. Um, we When we were growing up, history was very different. Yes, it was. <laughs> and, and and not very accurate. Um the, the truth keeps coming out more and more these days. You know, you mentioned uh, the, this tender land and, um, and the Native American boarding schools that were an important part of that story. And, you know, it, if you remember that story, it was just the, the treatment of the children there was terrible. And now, as, as we're beginning to see in Canada, the residential schools there, the horrible truth of, um, of all of the children who, were, who died and were, you know, buried, we're beginning to see that more and more as Deb Halland, our Secretary of uh, the Interior, has requested an investigation into the Native American boarding schools here. We're just going to be seeing more and more of the truth emerge yeah, wow. I mean to think that yeah. that was that was at 1956 that they did that. The relocation yeah. act yeah. of 19 was passed in 1956. Oh, that's correct. Un- and it really it had a devastating effect on so many native communities. In fact, the whole native communities essentially disappeared as a result of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, imagine having your kids. No. You know, they're taken away to go be. You know, so that they can learn the white man right, and then the false, the lies that were told about what you were going to get and the jobs you were going to get and where you're going to live and stuff. Well, this, if you're just joining us, we're talking with WKK, which only stands for William (laughs) Kent Kruger, and that's what your publicist says in the in the tagline. And I appreciate it so much because spelling out your long name, it was so nice to just say (laughs) WKK. The book is Lightning Strike. It's the latest in the Cork O'Connor. Um, series, but it's really the the genesis of it, yeah. and it's just it was such a wonderful book, and you are such a good guy. I'm sorry that you had to cancel everything because the people need to hear from you. You are such an eloquent speaker too, and it's just a treat for us always to have you on our show. Oh, you know, I have so much fun with you too. We well. and, I'm, I, and I'm glad you always invite me back. Oh, and yeah. there'll be another book next year. And right. God willing, this pernicious virus will have been dealt with, and we can get back to actually doing events in person again. Oh. Um, William, how will people, how will fans, um, how do you want them to, I like, do you want them to go to Facebook, or how can they, I know you're doing the Star Tribune Talking Volumes um, that's coming up, but how do you want people to interact with you or interface well, uh, they can contact me actually directly uh, via my website. Um, there's a contact link. Okay. And I, I, um, I don't think I'm giving away anything to say that all of those emails come to me directly, personally. I try to answer as many of them as I can. Mm-hmm. Usually that's about 90%. Um, and, but you can also uh, check out my Facebook page. Okay. I have an author Facebook page out there, and I try to keep everybody updated of what's going on in my life, both professionally and personally, on the Facebook page. And is your next book that you're working on, are we going on another Cork O'Connor mystery, or is it another maybe standalone book along the lines of this tender land? 
I'm putting the finishing touches uh, on the next book in the Cork O'Connor series. Mm-hmm. It will be called Anger Bay, and it'll be out this time next year. And then I turn my attention to the next standalone, which will be a companion novel to both This Tenderland and Ordinary Grace. Grace. Oh, oh, yeah, that was the other. We I love both it. of those. Yeah, oh, you're just it. you're such a good writer, William. <laughs> <laughs> and you two are so. You're such good uh, radio personalities. Oh. <laughs> well, we do I, we do love our book club. It's do. been our one consistent thing that we've done in 19 years. Oh my gosh, 19 years? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations. 20 years next year, are you going to do a celebration? Of course. I'm sure Huge. we will. Huge. We're I'm inviting sure. you. I'm sure they're going to give I, us I Fridays gonna, off. <laughs> I was going to say, you better invite me. Yeah. We will. We will. Um, and we just love having you on. All right. So bye, William. Um, thank, thank you, Thank you William. so much for your time. The book is Lightning Strike. We have a couple copies to give away. 651-641-1071. Give us a buzz. And we'll look forward to reading your next book. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.